Hey guys, welcome back to Dress Down Day. Um, I'm Leanna Costellas. This is Eric Delisandro. If you didn't know, now you, you know. Delisandri. Delisandri. Deli sandwich. We went to bed last. Uh, we got home. We just got uh, home from last night. From last night, we got home from Los Angeles last night, and our air conditioning wasn't working. It was about a hundred thousand degrees outside <laughs> here in Austin, Texas. And our air As it always is. So I have, I have, we have a Nest, which is like the uh, a Google thermostat. It's like a fancy thermostat. And so, like when I'm in, uh, right before I call the Uber, I like to put it down to like 55 because I'm not living with my dad anymore, and I'll fucking make it as low as I want. <laughs> um, and I noticed that it wasn't really moving at all. And I got home, and I'm like, okay, it's still 82 in here. And I put a request for our apartment building to come fix it. And at three o'clock in the morning or something, it started. I woke up freezing this morning, thinking, I think our air conditioner is working. It always takes a while to get cool in here. It, it, Never the, that long. The that noise, the noise from the AC is doing a weird thing, and something might be broken. Yeah. But I knew it always takes a long time to get cool in here, so sure. I, I wasn't worried about it. But here we are, freezing. I mean, we were laying out by the pool today, and now I'm wearing a sweatshirt because it's so cold in here. I gotta say, I we've probably said it before, but to me, this is this is luxury. Oh yeah. This is what wealth is in America. Oh my this is God. this is what I've dreamed of my whole entire life. Coming inside in the summer when it's a hundred degrees and needing a sweatshirt. Yeah. All my rich friends had that. You go to their houses who had central air and their brothers and sisters are wearing fucking sleeping bags in mm-hmm. July. Meanwhile, I go home, my mom's like, All right, put, put open the windows. It's July. And I'm like, <laughs> I hate I'd rather be dead. Okay. Our neighbors below us. They are cheap or, or poor. So here's the thing. Leanna was like, maybe they can't afford it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was Because their windows are always open. It'll be 100 degrees days, out. The hottest days of the year. So I'm also thinking that's priorities. So like- What do you want to spend your money on? Exactly. A nice outfit or AC? Is it going to be- are, are we going to be- Are we going to have kids and, and turn off the AC to save money? Or are we just not gonna have kids? Because I don't want to. I don't want to sleep in. I, my my family slept like dogs. Yeah, that's they slept w- like dogs. That- Leanna. <laughs> they were like animals. I, I mean, no offense, but when we go there, still to this day, yeah, I'm sweating. I know, and I, I put on 68. My dad's like, I'm freezing in my room. I'm like, What are you kidding me? So my dad thinks AC is 77. As you guys know, my parents were divorced growing up, <laughs> and my dad footed the bill. So your dad, your dad's cheapness, your dad makes my dad look like. Uh, Wait, you didn't even let me finish. I'm sorry. Go you ahead. didn't even know what I was going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. But he didn't live in the house, so my mom. She would just drop it. Our our my house was an icebox. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It would be the middle of the summer and we would be like... like Crank it, baby. We would be going through the closet trying to get all the blankets. Getting we the scarves be, out. Yeah, the liter- literally. We would be freezing. You know what my dad would do if he saw me putting on a sweatshirt <laughs> in his house? He would lose his mind. He would, he'd break the air yeah, conditioner and no. I would use it again. Leanna's dad, I was going to say this before, like my dad makes your dad look like Floyd Mayweather at bottle service. And my dad's pretty cheap. And your dad is, my dad could make any dad look like a rap video with the way that compared to him, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. Growing up, 
I remember there was a portion in time where just my parents' bedroom had an air conditioning. Oh my gosh. I shared a room with my two brothers and my sister had her own room and only my dad's room had an air conditioning. (laughs) And he wonders why I'm so cruel to him. Yeah. He gets what he deserves. I don't know if that necessarily (laughs) makes him cheap or selfish. It's, 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 whatever it is, it's not good. It's both. (laughs) So we go there now. My parents have central air and, and, and it's like, my dad's like, oh, um, I, I don't don't touch the thermostat. I'm like, dad, 74 is not air conditioning. So then I put yeah. it down to 66. He screams at me my whole life when I was like 15. He'd be like, did you touch this? I'm like, no, I don't know. I'm like, this fucking thing's broken then. I'm like, yeah, I don't know who could have put it to 62, dad. It, it wasn't me. It was the neighbor. <laughs> he says that his room gets colder too. That's his thing. You know, my dad, this is also a thing when, when we, when we, uh, Put the second story on my house. We all got our own bedrooms. It was a big deal for the Dallas Angels because we were used to, you know, cutting out box tops to buy a car somewhere. (laughs) 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 He got softer carpet for his bedroom. Uh, Did I ever tell you that? I'm not sure. And he was like, what? No, 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 no. The architect said that, like, because it's a bigger room, it has to be. We were like, you selfish animal. And there's a lot of families where I feel like this stuff slides under the radar, where like the dads are super self, or the moms too, but obviously I'm really hard on women, everybody knows. Yeah, we know. But, but like, well, in our society, in our Staten Island society, women run shit. So they're like the Gestapos that I feel like that's the ruling class I have to be okay. in, uh, you know, I have to like criticize, even though in the world at large, men are the ones, but most modern relationships, the woman just says- this is where we're going on a vacation. This is what you wear. This mm-hmm. is how our Christmas tree looks. Nobody ever questioned the queen. And I'm always like, let's question the queen. But, but, but basically, a lot of like families have to, well, that's just dad. That's, you know, that's just the way he is. And, and, and usually it's a horribly selfish douchebag guy, right? Like he'll eat without the family. He'll, he'll, yeah. you know, he'll go upstairs with his iPad. No, he doesn't want to take part in like family dinner or family movie night. Yeah. That's just dad. And they act like it, that's just dad. Not saying your dad's an asshole. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> Why, though? You say all this stuff to him. That's very true. Yeah. Um, anyway, we are thrilled to be back home, but we really missed Los Angeles when we went back, right? So we just visited. I mean, you didn't say that. Yeah. We so were just we there just for got a couple home days. From, uh, Los Angeles. And let me just say, man, not to be corny or whatever, but it was emotional for me oh. because- when we first moved there, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people, I'm sure you guys, a lot of people listening to this might not know my story because maybe they found, they found me this year or whatever. But like I had a lot of momentum when I was younger, being the kid who made Marie and Marie Sweet 16. I had a manager who, you know, I, I auditioned for like Wallin' Out. I did stuff that was like, wow, I'm really going to make it. It's actually happening. And then I lost all of it Mm -hmm. and I had to restart my life at 28 years old a lot of people give up and they're saying I'm too old but I just wanted to be happy more than anything and I when when Leanne and I moved out to Los Angeles it was you don't know if it's gonna work out you don't know I had like like five thousand dollars to my name after we gave the security deposit and bought a couch and blah 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 like I remember I I had some money and then I just it started to deplete rather quickly (laughs) and I would drive you to work at, at the Henry, I'd pass the Laugh Factory on Sunset. Coming back, I'd pass the Improv on Melrose. Mm-hmm. And I literally would think just how, how can I get up there? How can I get on those stages? 
Um, I try to do the open mic circuit. It's really bad in LA. It's really cutthroat. It's very clicky. And um, I, I was doing open mics for a while, but it was also like, you know, as, as I've been critical before of, of, of the comedy network, it's like open mics are great to a certain, to a certain point. Then you got to like see like, okay, can you hang? Because like you can't be doing open mics. for. I just feel like I felt like the system was broken. Long story short, Leanne and I are driving this weekend. We passed the Laugh Factory and it goes, you know, it shows Chris D'Elia Thursday night, Theo Vaughn, Eric D'Alessandro with my face and my name. And it was a real full circle moment that was just like, holy shit. Yeah. And then, and then I, I headlined a show at the Improv in Hollywood where I, where I first saw my, one of my first comedy shows in LA in 2010. I saw Bill Burr there. Legendary people were there. I mean, like the night we were, we were there, there was a killer lineup in the other room. And then we switched rooms and the stage I was just on, I, I sneaked, peeked and Neil Brennan was on stage. The guy who co-wrote Chappelle's show, who's a hero of mine. I just couldn't believe that 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 actually happened. It was a dr- yeah. it was a literal dream come. Dr- it was it was specifically like this is actually a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was on one of the nights at the comedy. St- uh, I'm sorry, not the comedy store, at the Laugh Factory. Um, so I was I just I just I got on stage and how great did that performance go? I mean, a, a bunch of people that that didn't know me. So that's like really really important to me to be able to see like wow are you funny or is just people mm-hmm. who know you from online or whatever and this i mean the laugh act so the laugh factory show is what they kind of call like a showcase yeah. right okay yeah so that, like you got it yeah so explain so what that is. it'll be say a show right at seven o'clock whatever where there's maybe five comedians and five different comedians and they each do 20 minutes so like you know say you're in town in LA and you don't know what to do at night, maybe Laugh Factory has a showcase where they'll have five different comedians. Sometimes they're huge comedians. The show you were on, Chris D'Elia was on, Theo Vaughn was on, two other very big comedians. So a lot of the people in the room, I'm sure, like I just said, maybe didn't know what to do in LA on a Thursday there night. A lot of tour- I said, I said how, many, how many people here are tourists? Like half the crowd cheered. Yeah, and they might've said, hey, let's go to a comedy show. Or they might have said, oh, I know, you know, maybe Theo Vaughn is going to be at at the Laugh Factory tonight. Let's go check it out. And in walks Eric (laughs) D'Alessandro, also on the show. Yes. But they freaking loved it. So, like, these are people that didn't necessarily buy tickets to see him. They didn't know. They had no idea. Maybe maybe some people did. I I think one girl knew me, but but, like, you know, it was just... When I moved out there, it was just, how the fuck can I become one of these? How can I get on stage? How can I get stage time and just show mm-hmm. what I'm capable of? And I got put on a show at the Laugh Factory, and it couldn't have went any better. Yeah. I mean, I fucking murdered. Did I not? You murdered. I mean, I, it was murdered. one of the best sets From of my life. From start to finish, <laughs> I mean. It was amazing. It was great. Um, and, and, and these, like, I mean, L.A. altogether, everything in L.A. is political. But these rooms, these comedy rooms are insane, especially like it's it's very political. It's, you know, all about who, you know, how long you've been hanging out 
unless you're a huge comedian already, right? Like, yeah. I'm saying Theo Vaughn, just for example, because he was there that night, but like, he's a big comedian. He can walk into any of those rooms, no problem, yeah, and course. they'll put him on. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to put on any regular, regular, schmegular Joe Schmo from the street. You're like, it like. takes them a while. So, I mean, we moved there for that reason in 2018, and it was like, you know. I don't know, like, like, like anyone and any actor in LA, like just waiting for the day they drive down Sunset Boulevard and their name is on a billboard. This is what that was. It was crazy. Yeah, it was insane. And because it was a showcase, we didn't think that you would be on the marquee. Yeah, I had no idea. I just thought I was going to pop in and try to do some time and uh, make a little name for myself in that little um, click of just like that world. Yeah. And big shout out to Nikki. So uh, Nikki's been so supportive mm-hmm. of me as well. And he helped Nikki me. Paris, bitch. Nikki Paris, bitch. Um, wonderful comedian. Opens for me almost at all my and shows. Friends. I love working for him. Yeah. And he's from Stana. I knew him since I actually met him in high school. Um, but, and then, and then the improv, man, I mean, I met a bunch of, um, I bet, bet a bunch of Armenian people who were telling me like, Oh, your all your Italian stuff resonates with us. And like, growing up the same way and uh, just just random people who just found me online from Los Angeles or, you know, who moved there. And it was just an absolute dream come true because I'm always honored and, and humbled and, and grateful for everyone who comes out to every show, obviously. But th- whenever they have like a Staten Island connection, I'm always thinking like, this is beautiful and I love it. But I'm wondering like, is, that, is, that, is, is there a ceiling for me? Like, mm-hmm. If I'm if you're not from Staten Island, will you find me funny? And like whenever we go to other places and they're just they're just from Denver and they're just from Texas and they're just yeah. from L.A. That's when I'm like, fuck, yeah, let's yeah. go. Because this is a different realm of like what's happening. My, the last year, my career has really gotten to another place. And I'm just really, really grateful. It was, it was just a nice moment to stop and, and reflect and be like really, really grateful for the last couple of years. And I just want to thank every single one of you who came, if you listen to this, uh, it was an honor meeting you. I, you guys sharing my videos and finding me humorous and, and you know, it, it, I'm just so grateful and it was just so nice. Um, so I just wanted to start on that note. And I don't want to get too cheesy, but it was, mm-hmm. it was just incredible and I'm really, really grateful. Yeah, so I mean, it was Thank iconic. you so, so much. Yeah. Um, and it made us miss LA a lot, but also, you know, whenever you go somewhere for a couple of days, it also is going to make it look more you know, romantic and stuff. And I don't know. I, I really missed it. But I want, I want to tell the story about the Soho house. Okay. Because that was the most L.A. thing I think we've ever done, ever. They have them all over the place, right? The Soho house, or just maybe L.A. and New York? Yeah. It's, it's well, like no, a- I think it, uh, it might be called Soho house everywhere. But basically, it's kind are of- they, Are they they're more than, they're, they're in other places, they're more- Yeah, I think so. Like, they might have them in, like, okay. Dubai or something. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Okay. It's like, like, Chaconis. Mm-hmm. Chaconis, they have Chaconis in Madrid. And, like, oh, really? or maybe not Madrid, but, like, all these different places. Okay. So, it's like a, I don't know, uh, like a hospitality group, I guess, that- It's like a club you have to join. Yeah. Right? It yeah. costs money to join it. Yeah. And uh, do you have to get invited? It was, like, an invite only? I don't know. It so might anyway, be. So anyway, this is at a real okay. So this, it's a pricey membership. Though. Nikki, uh, who I just mentioned, great friend of ours uh, and a great comedian. You should follow him. Uh, he has he he throw he he throws shows there, mm-hmm. comedy shows. So 
There's a great lineup. The kid Trevor Wallace, who's also a killer and, and has a huge online presence. Funny dude. So we go there. I have a, a little, you know, I'm doing like 15 minutes at Nikki's, at Nikki's show. It went great. Um, and then like, it just, it's such an LA place. Yeah. Like it was, it was a reminder of just like how wild the LA scene is. I mm-hmm. kind of forgot because we've been away from it for a little while. I never really was in it too much too, yeah. when we lived there. Cause I, I, was mean, always, I kept to myself. And again, this is, this is a place where you join, you're a member, it's members only. So like, and it's a, like I said, a very pricey membership. So the wealthier people of LA are the people who are members there. So agents and maybe managers and yeah, very, you know. very entertainment driven. Like yeah, yeah, their industry. So the show was obviously like only open to people who are members of Soho House, and I don't know, I because there there's gonna there's entertainment comedians and stuff. You know, maybe that's where people go to find their next big star or whatever but yeah it was just it's a very like sceny place it's that it, it is the most sceny place yeah just to give you a quick like so when you walk so okay i want to like i want to tell people who, who have never been to austin or la i want to like compare the two kind of and some people have never been to la i bet a lot of people probably haven't been to la Los Angeles is, I love Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I really do. But there is like two different LA's going on. It's the LA that people move to to make their dreams come true, where that's kind of like where the entertainment industry lives. And it's kind of like where you have to be. That's historically where it was. And then there's also the LA that people just go because like it's a popular place to be. And Mm -hmm. like um, fame is more important than the art. And popularity is more important than culture. Or, you, know, you, know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like every, a lot of people at Soho House were wearing like Louis Vuitton satchels and like Supreme hoodies. And it's very much like a place to be like, you know what, I mean? you know what I'm trying to say? Like, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's like hype beast central of like, mm. it, 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 everyone walks like, they walk around like they give like dirty looks to everyone. It's very yeah. like, we think we're cool. Mm. And I mean, that is, but that's, that's, I feel like you just drive down the street in LA and that's everyone walking down the sidewalk. Yes, it definitely is. Yeah. It's more so present there than anywhere I've ever been in my life. Mm -hmm. Like when we were at, um, where'd we go to eat? What was the name of that place? When? Uh, yesterday. John and Vinny's. John and Vinny's. It was on uh, Fairfax. Fairfax is a really like, it's kind of like, I would say it's like Soho in the city or like, or like the, where's like, uh, yeah, pretty much. uh, Amire, what, what, what that store Steve likes that we went? What neighborhood Ame. is that? Uh, yeah, that's Soho. So like, it's very much like that. There's like thrift stores everywhere, and mm. like uh, Supreme has a store, and like Flight Club I think is down there and shit like that. So you just see people like dressing because they know they're going to be seen by other people. Mm. It's, it's I don't know. It's very much. It, it feels like high school. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And um, I don't know. There was just it was the Soho house thing just made me laugh because. The kid who plays Jake from State Farm walked by us. <laughs> yeah, and I was, and like, was, that, I was like, like, "That was the most LA thing ever." And he was trying, and he was no disrespect to the kid. I saw him for two seconds, but I felt like he felt like he was Prince. Yeah, like he was like, "Excuse, yeah. excuse me, honey." Like he, I felt like he thought he was a lot cooler than like. Yeah, I, I it, it, yeah, it was weird. Like, 
I mean, he's Jake from State Farm. Like, everyone knows who he is. Yeah, but he's I not think. Jay-Z. <laughs> no, I know, but he is, like, pretty popular. I know, but and I, felt like his, I felt like he was, his aura was like, I'm Jay-Z. <laughs> well, to, yeah, like, to me, I felt like he was, like, trying to be cool. Yes. Which was very weird. Uncool. It was very uncool. Because yes. to me, I, I think he, like, a lot of people know who he is. He doesn't need to act cool because people know him. So they're oh going to be hilarious. like surprised or maybe even starstruck to see him. But he was like, yeah, he was trying to act like suave. And he was like, excuse me. Yeah. And he had like a bandana on. And When we were there, we would see famous people all the time. But I feel like him specifically it was just funny was the most real LA experience cause like yeah cause you don't see like big yeah, you know, celebrities when, you, when you're hanging out you know, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't pull up exactly but like you'll see like you'll see Flo from Progressive like oh my god that's Flo and it's just like this weird other alternate universe and that was yeah. just so funny cause like no disrespect to the kid. He's probably loaded. He's got, he's, he, he, we all For know sure. he is. I mean but, he's got a membership but it's funny to think that like what am I trying to say here it's like of all things to brag about, that's a weird thing to brag about. Yeah, like, I'm the guy from the insurance company. <laughs> Walking around I like know. he's Prince. He it's did a, he so did, LA. He, it's, it's so LA to like. He did a Super Bowl commercial, commercial with Drake, though. No, so definitely. Like, you know? But I'm saying, like, it's, he's not Drake. No, like Drake can walk not. around like that because he's fucking Drake. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like Dr. Drake can walk around. It's too bad like we that. didn't see Drake. That would be and not amazing. Jake. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Like, if you see Dr. Dre, people like, That'd be crazy, right? Yeah. But anyway, uh, it was just a, it was just, it was a fun experience, and um, I just I don't know. I, I was thinking about like the reason why I feel like this morning, right? We went to the place that we love for coffee, mm-hmm. and it's two guys from Colombia. Yes. They're literally from Colombia. Oh yeah. Wait. You want to mention that? Yeah, I want to say if 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 the girl that we uh talked about who. Was so we we mentioned the story about how the girl in front of us was talking to the coffee guy forever oh, while yeah, we were yeah, standing yeah. there waiting to put in our our order. I apologize to her because it was not her fault. These guys like these to talk. guys love to chat. Yeah, we've been her many times. I'm now. trying to get away, and they're just like and they not just moving keep, on to the next person. Yeah, they love to chat. Yeah, which I love them. They're two very <laughs> sweet guys. Um, and I don't mean to like. I'm not trying to ever put down LA because I, I love I love California. And like when you when you when you find a, a groove that you fit in in that city, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. When you find a good friend group and you, you 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 ignore all the bullshit, you do your own thing, then it's just the weather, great food places, mm-hmm. vibes, and oh, it, the it, vibes. Like when you ignore all the nonsense and, and you're there to like just live a good life. And be like a tr- a true essence of a Californian, not a fucking LA TikToker. Like when you just be like a really good per- like then California is magical. But like today, I had this thought that I think I can explain to people the difference between LA and Austin, and why I think it was a great move to to live here. I feel like. So this morning, I, when we checked out, uh, we went to the, the coffee place. They had a little thing that said, follow us. Mm-hmm. So I pulled up the barcode and I went to their Instagram page. And I learned a little bit about Juan. Mm-hmm. And it, he was an investment banker okay. who quit to follow his passion. And I realized, oh like, oh my God, I'm like, oh my God, Colombian. 
the best kind of coffee is Colombian. Mm-hmm, so I'm Colombian thinking like, these guys are passionate about coffee. He wasn't happy doing banking. I'm like, that's what the fuck oh my I'm talking God, about, man. Like, this is who we all should, should try to be. And then I realized like, wow, it's kind of refreshing because it felt to me that people move to LA to find fame mm-hmm. and people move to Austin to find themselves. Okay. And that's what I think the difference is. The guy that, the guy I'm getting my suit from, mm-hmm. if that was LA, I don't think he'd be as cool as he was. No, probably I feel not. like he would be kind of wanting to do a, be a suit guy, but secretly he'd want to be, have like a reality show or yes. something. That's, yes. That's what everyone is in, rea- in, in, in Hollywood. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I, I kind of want to style hair, but I secretly want to star in the next I want to be famous. I want to be, you know, Jason Momoa or something. Yeah. Everyone there wants to be famous. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's refreshing to meet people who aren't looking for that. And it's, it's, it's hypocritical for me to say that, but like I've, I've, I've tried to express in the past that I don't really seek fame. I, I just seek like living in, in the moment when I was a child and I got to just have fun and, and have a career doing that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be this, you know, envious fucking person who like makes you feel poor because I'm bragging about the diamonds in my teeth and all this nonsense that mm. we hear from fucking famous people. Like, that's not really what I'm, what I'm about. In LA, like, that almost seeps into the streets. It's almost like everywhere. And like, we met other people and, and they just like, they're immediately trying, they're, they're not even like bashful about like what they want from you and what you could do for them. Yeah. And it's, it's a little overwhelming at times. And in Austin, I just feel like when we, those guys are just passionate about making coffee mm-hmm. and living a good life. Whereas if they lived in LA, I'm not saying it had to be this way, but there would be like an ulterior motive yeah. behind the coffee. It was like the coffees to get your foot in the door with something else. And these guys just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. I think Austin, pe- people who live here from other places just kind of see it as a cool place that you don't get judged for being a little weird and you could just chill out. And I, I don't know, it felt nice to get back here. It's, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's very different. I, I don't know. I feel like I didn't notice as much when I was living there. Like I did, but I guess living here and then going back, mm-hmm. like really made me realize the difference. And like, like, like the first time we went back to Staten Island, I felt like Staten Island was kind of weird for the first time. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just, it's so true. Like people, people there just care so much about their appearance what and, people and what think. people think of them. And here, it's not that way at all. People yeah. don't care what anyone thinks about them, which is freaking awesome. It's rare to meet someone who has a career not in entertainment in LA. Like mm-hmm. Everyone has something connected to some sort of For sure. version of uh, I'm a grip or I'm a... Uh, What's a grip? I'm oh, sorry. A grip is, is a guy who like basically tapes down wires on a set. And like, you know, they're like in charge of like making sure the wires are neat and stuff. And I think a grip might also hold like who the hell would know the that microphone. Sorry. Who the hell would I'm know sorry. That? I thought maybe that was like, a, I don't know if people thought maybe that they knew what that was. Um, or so, just someone who works on a set or, or those, those actually a grip is a horrible example because they're also like normal people. <laughs> they're guys who just like like sports and like fucking probably normal. Shit. Yeah. But like, you know, it's always like. Everyone, what's crazy to me too, when I, when I moved there, I felt like I was the only one who was dedicated to, I don't want to use the word craft. That seems really fucking 
obnoxious and pretentious. Like he's really dedicated to his craft. <laughs> I just, I, all I did was, all I did was focus on making videos and writing stand-up. Yeah. That's, I didn't do anything I else. mean, you you moved there for a specific reason, and that's what you did. So then I, exactly. So then when I'd see people in my similar positions going to like, uh, wanting, to be, wanting to be seen at Craig's, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Like, you don't have any of the things. Like, now if like I had a meeting, I'm well prepared. I've written a script. I have a fucking cartoon at work. I have a lot of shit that like I'm prepared because I've been working. Yeah. And LA is a lot of like, fake it which is just like never been i don't know but like adam sandler is a hero of mine because he's not fucking he's not pulling up in a g-wagon with botox Mm -hmm. he's just doing what he loves to do yeah which is just you know so dope but yeah i don't know it was it was was, i don't know i didn't know how i was gonna feel going there going back there and like a little bit was like um i don't know i missed it a great deal but a, a part of me was like kind of glad I'm not around this shit anymore because like yeah. a lot a lot of that is obnoxious I'm just like ugh, I gotta deal with these everybody's got an ego and everybody has a motive and everybody yeah. has a fucking you know yeah I don't know it, it's I I, I I I was a little like sad because I I did feel like I missed living there but you can't you can't not miss living in California when you live in California yeah unless you've never lived there you have to understand it's just, it's, there's a reason why no one goes, there's a reason why no one leaves. Mm-hmm. Perfect weather, palm trees everywhere. Mm-hmm. Every fucking day is 72 degrees with no, with no clouds. Yeah. There's no place like that you can imagine. Like it's fucking, obviously you can, but it's in some island somewhere. It's not, it's not like a normal way of living. I mean, Florida's great, but it also rains, gets hurricanes, and it's very humid. Yeah. LA is just part, California's, the weather is just incredible. And you know what? A part of me does like the scene a little bit, but- in the end, it's not really for me. Like, I like to be able to go out to eat in sweatpants and not have to worry about what people are thinking because no one here really cares. Whereas I feel like I would be judged in L.A. Yeah, it's just like, remember we, we were going to go to Chaconis? Mm-hmm. I, I was just like, I don't know. I pulled, I, I was waiting for you to see if Leanna wanted to get a, a specific menu item they didn't have. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting and she came back in the car like, forget it, let's get out of here, they don't have it anymore. But like when you ran in, it was just like, oh, I was just like, this is so, oh my God. It's like a movie where they didn't learn the lesson yet. Like I always said that before, like in the movie, the character thinks the girl or the guy is going to make them happy. And then at the end, they fall in love with the best friend and they realize that who they really wanted the whole time wasn't the answer to life. And yeah. they, they find a value in life. LA, it's like these people haven't learned to le- anything yet. They didn't learn that money is not what happiness is. Mm-hmm. They just keep burying themselves yeah. more in that image of like, a fancy car makes me valuable. Yeah. Um, uh, a fucking bag and a watch makes me valuable it's so true it, they and that's all they care about they don't have that here at all they don't have that here they don't have that unless they don't have that we're a lot like of places in the, in the country that's like a fucking really weird but mentality. they have it in new york they have it where we're from they have it in la and i'm just comparing it to the places that we've lived in Okay, so you mean like there's no place? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, there, I mean, people here don't care about the car that they drive. They're not driving fancy cars here. They don't. I. I. It's rare that I see people with 
particularly fancy items. Yeah. Bags, clothes, whatever, shoes. People are just regular here. <laughs> the, the, their fancy item or their like uh their their thing that makes them like fit in is a pickup truck. <laughs> That's the only yeah. thing that I could think Every of. Culture has something. But what, they, babe, there was this this lady got out of the car when you were, and she just like it was the same LA face mm-hmm. of just like no one gets out of the car like smiling. Yeah, you ever noticed that? Yeah, it's always like I'm too cool to smile. It's, it reminded <laughs> me of, of girls that I went to high school and guys that I went to high school with. Like guys that stand out would be like driving their car like this. And they look at you like at the red light. Like <laughs> they look, they give you a look as if they can't be bothered. And it's like yeah, everyone here knows this isn't real, uh-huh. but we're pretending for some reason. It's so weird, and no one there like exposes it, mm-hmm. and it's so fucking strange to me. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, all of the, you know, the G wagons and Rolls Royces and all that shit. It was just like, these people are like, they're val- there, there's, there's, there's zero substance here. There's zero substance of any human being. It's just all surface level nonsense mm-hmm. of to be seen somewhere, and it's like. You haven't done any soul so you haven't like you haven't gone to the right person to talk to yet. You're still these are people in this fucking sixties doing this shit. It's just like so bizarre, man. I don't know. How bizarre. And then I watched Zach I watched a clip of Zach Efron on that popped up my Instagram. What the fuck happened to that kid? I don't know what happened to him. He looks like it's a cat lady. It's an actual concern. I he don't know. He was gorgeous. Zach Efron is one of the only guys that I'd be like. I'd fuck that guy. Babe, the ins- <laughs> he was, do you think he was beautiful? Extremely good He was good always looking. the guy that I would, I would be like, well, a I'm little, no Zac Efron. A little too pretty for me, for my liking. That's probably why I like him. He looks like a woman. Exactly. <laughs> but no, the, the internet was outraged for a while. Oh. Everyone was like, what happened to Zac Efron? Like, it was this huge question mark. No one knows what happened to him. So people, some people thought, I think, that like, he maybe got hurt and then like had to get surgery to fix whatever Dude, he did or he just got a lot of surgery because, i don't know why he did he did he did the botox he looks like a he looks like the botox lady the cat lady remember her <laughs> do you remember that lady who's the cat lady you never, you never saw the cat lady we don't i'm have not to, sure pull up your phone she doesn't we don't, i don't have the computer here but um the cat lady put up the cat lady plastic surgery i guess i'll put it on the screen it's the cat lady Plastic surgery. Most people know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He looks like this. He does. This is, it, he it, looks like this. It is true. This is like so many people look like this so in Hollywood. So something happens to their face that it all looks the same when you get plastic surgery. Um, I don't think, I don't know if it's Botox. So Bo, Botox kind of makes your face like, like it makes it tight. But then there's also what's called filler. What's which that? It's so just imagine filling your skin with something. It's going to get plump, which I feel like he he kind of looks like his face almost looks like plump and like swollen. So he might have gotten filler for some reason. You know what, babe? Bill Burr, as you know, hero of mine. The great Bill Burr. Billy Bookcase. Billy Bookcase. He once said, on I think one of his podcasts, he was like, he, you know, he gets, he, he says a lot of funny shit that he gets in trouble for. And one time he was going off on a rant about people bitching about like beauty standards. Okay. And he was like, yeah, the people who sell products should be good looking people. They're going to get 
the better roles. They're going to get more movies. They're going to get more magazine covers. It's okay. like it gives something like me, you know, the rest of us who are who are ugly need to fucking work at our personalities. And he's like, they're going to get their pain eventually. These really good looking people. He's like, ah, he's like, he goes, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bald, redheaded fuck. So by the time I grew up, I knew I knew how to talk to girls because I had a good personality. They couldn't, my, my, I didn't have to rely on my looks. Mm-hmm. And then I started knowing how to get girls. These, these really good looking people, it, they're going to, everybody gets their pain. Some of us get it lower, like when we're younger, because we're not that good looking, but the really good looking people get it later on in life. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the most good looking people of all times, they all really struggle with aging Mm -hmm. because they look in the mirror every day. They're just like, look at this sexy fucking beast. And then when it starts to wrinkle a little bit, they freak the fuck out. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston gorgeous mm-hmm. she started od on on the filler or whatever courtney, courtney cox, cox poor courtney cox fucking gorgeous and gorgeous. she probably she probably would have aged gracefully i know but she was very insecure because she started to maybe see herself age a little bit and her only value in herself was looks because the world only valued her looks i don't i don't know if i totally agree with that though because i feel like I never felt like the most beautiful girl. And, and my looks, they're important to me, but they're really not that important to me. Okay. Like, I don't... So what does that have to do with you? I'm, I'm saying, it, the second that I really start to age, I might freak out too. And, Maybe. I, and, and I, wasn't, I wasn't the hottest girl in school. I don't think it has anything to do with that, being the most beautiful person. Um... Well, okay, okay. I agree with you. There's two things going on here, though. One, nobody likes to age. No, no, exactly. No, nobody likes to age. I agree with that. But I'm saying I think it might be worse when your whole personality so you're is saying, like, being a good-looking person. Courtney Cox has nothing to fall back on. It's I'm only her looks. Not that she doesn't. She may feel that she doesn't. I'm not saying that she's not a valuable human being, but she may feel because she got... You know, she got great roles as a young girl and maybe she was on the cover of magazines. Maybe she was the star. Now, she doesn't, all she really has is friends. She's never really had a great movie career, never really had another career out. She's always just Monica, 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 Monica. Yeah. So like maybe over time, she felt I'm only valuable if people find me pretty. Okay. I'm not saying that that's how it is. I'm saying that's maybe how she feels. Maybe Zac Efron saw his movies not doing as well. Maybe Zac Efron, like, because he was a fucking good-looking guy. Like, mm-hmm. um, and we're definitely, society's way harder on women, but I always get mad at women because I always feel like you guys are harder on each other than, we are. than men are. We are. Um, but it, it, it's a fucking slippery slope, and it's just crazy. Whenever you say that shit, I'm like, you're not getting anything. Not because I control you, but because I feel like you'll regret it. I've never seen anyone get anything that I didn't like maybe if I don't notice you've gotten it that's a really good doctor because if Jen- if I can see that Jennifer fucking Aniston has gotten work done and Courtney Cox and I'm sure there's a billion other fucking people who else I can't think of any of them but like, I mean everyone so many people like wow they got a lot of fucking work done yeah and I think they just, I don't, just destroy their face that is not Botox I think it's it's I don't know Photox. what it is uh Maybe just like facelifts and like all these different things because I know plenty of people with Botox and you would never even know that they've had anything done. Mm. Lip fillers, obviously, that is lips, very easy. Lips are to another thing that I've I've noticed. never ha- every. I mean, we're I, I I know we're talking about regular people like us, okay? But if you're like a a multi multi millionaire. Mm-hmm. 
and you're extremely famous, you have resources out the ass, if I can tell you got your lips done, you got a bad lip job. Is that, is that fair to say? I've never seen a good one. I've never seen a good lip job. I don't know if it's because most of the ones I've seen have gone to the worst doctors on underneath the bridge, but they all look horrible. Yeah, you can't do too much. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe they OD on it. But like, it, I mean, especially girls that I know personally, it's like, I don't know what you did to your face. Yeah. I, because I, I, did you think you got a good deal? It's, 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 like, it's like the people who get tattoos, they brag about how cheap they were. It's like, yeah, my boy did it. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> what did you like? Your, your boy? You mean your three-year-old son? It yeah. looks horrible. Yeah. Pay the three grand, get a really good tattoo. You know, so, I mean, I, 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 I don't know if we should get into this like too much, but I was watching the Kardashians yesterday and- They have good lips. Kim is really flawless. Mm. And she's definitely had a ton of work done. A ton of work done? She's, if you put a police sketch <laughs> or, or if you put a mug shot of her in 2006 and her now, you could easily think, oh, this duo robbed a bank. You would think <laughs> yeah. it's two different people. I know, I know. She's not even but the same she, person. Her, I mean, but she, the work she's got done is good. It's, it's per, like she, she looks like she's never had anything done. If you okay. look at her fresh face, it looks like she's never had anything done. Mm. The only reason you know she has is because you look at a picture <laughs> of her from 2000 or whatever. Yeah, and I feel like the other ones have good lips too. Uh, Ken, Kylie has, does she, or, or hers, without makeup, does it look like she got her lips stuck in a vacuum? <laughs> they look a little, I feel like, they can look natural, but they are, they are on the bigger side and they don't, they also don't look natural. Chloe... Poor Chloe. Chloe's are like all messed up. I don't know. She must have went somewhere else. I don't know. Um, I have a real problem with plastic surgery. But yeah, like I don't know how some people look the way they do. But then Kim Kardashian, like, does Kim is Kim's doctors only allowed to work on Kim because no one so, else looks yeah. as amazing as That's her? That's interesting because if we compared it to girls we know, obviously, right? Look who you're talking about. Yeah. But when it's like when. But when like Courtney Cox, yeah, Courtney, it's Courtney, Courtney Cox, Cox is filthy rich, filthy rich. I don't know. That is very. I, I mean, maybe Kim just knows where to stop. Maybe she has. Maybe she has a secret mad scientist doctor who's just the best in the world, uh, or maybe not. I mean, um, I don't know. She, That's her, a really good question. She doesn't have a wrinkle, not one wrinkle. Her face is like That's perfect. Not I don't get what the fuck. What's wrong with wrinkles? That's who we're human beings. I don't understand what's wrong with looking like a fucking human. What 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 is this fear? I'm gonna look. I know, horrible. but if you could look like tight and airbrushed all the time, why not? I've always been confident with how I look, and I, I I'm gonna be disgraced when I when I. But it's like, what what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna. You you never look you never look better. Like I guess maybe maybe because Kim started when she was in her, in her early 30s that maybe it started as a, but like maybe maybe it takes better to younger people. I don't fucking know because we know we know girls that are in their twenties and look insane, insane, gorgeous young, beautiful girls who are already already ahead of the fucking crowd with like their looks just gifted, and they yeah. just obliterate what they look like. Yeah, and it's weird to me because I just feel like I, I don't know these these are already girls who are already really popular and already like sought beautiful. after and already. I know. I don't know. I'm sure I'm gonna get in trouble for this because I'm, I'm, you know, I, 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 but I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm always trying to 
I'm always coming from a. Good I mean, place, yeah, you you're always saying like you look beautiful enough. Why do that stuff? You're you're not like you know. I feel like because then I get the fucking super fucking insane women who are like, don't tell a woman how to feel. Everything she feels is perfect. And it's never wrong, and all this nonsense. Well, yeah, you could tell me all day how gorgeous I am, but I I don't. That doesn't mean I have to take it. And I just you feel know? like I just feel like if it. If you're telling someone to change them, that's, that's, that's fixing the wrong thing. It's like your, your car is on fire and we're changing the tires. It's like, you're, you're, okay, yeah, now you, now you got nice tires. The problem still exists. <laughs> like you're sti- that doesn't sound good. But it's never gonna, it's never gonna change. If you, I fucking hate my nose, I hate my nose, I hate my nose, okay, fucking pizza. And then you get your, a nose job, you don't live happily ever after. No, I've seen some amazing nose jobs. But do, do, do they don't want to like adjust their chin later on. They don't oh, like hate yeah. their belly a little bit more. That's it's, a good point. It, it opens the door to like a lifetime of not accepting your flaws. Yeah. So like what all life point. is about is accepting who you are and your flaws. And like, I mean, that, that, that comes from therapy from anxiety is like accepting the things you don't like mm-hmm. in the world and dealing with them and exposing yourself to the uncomfortableness. But if there's a way to fix it, why not? The reasons I just said, Your Honor. We don't have to accept <laughs> the flaws now because we have Botox and liposuction. But that's the thing. They don't work. Botox never works. Yes, it does. You don't even know what Botox is. What is it? You keep saying fillers. What's fillers? Fillers are bad because they make you look puffy so and what is abnormal. Botox? Botox, it like so. If I have a wrinkle, it gets right, rid of wrinkles. It get it gets Doesn't rid like of paralyze it. Paralyze your skin? Maybe that sounds real good for you. Let's let's throw on some skin paralyzing. You should try it. You could use it. You know what I've been getting later on in life? What? A horrible vein in my forehead whenever I smile. This is a later on in life thing. It wasn't when I was 21. Oh, really? It wasn't when I was 22. Yeah, not you when have I was a 23, 24, 25. It could be like an illness. Hopefully not, but. I've always had a really bad vein coming out of my neck. My friend Nicole, when we were younger, used to make fun of me for it. Um, and. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love when you say my friends when I've never even heard of the person. Um, you un- used- unfortunately, she, she has passed away. Oh, she my God. a friend God. of mine. That I, you, didn't, you didn't have to stop there, but I grew up with her. She went to St. Rock. And she, you, I grew up in the same street as her. But you what, love, do, what do you have to know about my relationship with her? You love to use the word friends for people that you haven't talked to in like years. I spoke to her not that long before she. All right, get off of be, her specifically. Her I'm saying. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Nicole now. Okay. She was, I loved no. her very much. She was someone I grew up with. I'm allowed to, uh, I'm allowed to mourn. Okay, now now you're just using. <laughs> I'm doing like the people on Insta- on Facebook when they haven't talked to someone in 20 years. Like, oh my god, yeah, exactly. Yo, Mikey, Mikey Blunts, bro, I'll yeah. never be the same. When was the last time you horrible. saw Mikey Blunts? 16 years ago. Exactly. All right, get over it. Exactly. Whatever the fuck. At the time she made fun of me, she was my friend. Okay, but how I'm, about that? I'm not talking about her in specifically. In the sixth grade, you, when, when she teased me, she she was in the seventh. You do this all the time. You'll be like my friend, and it's someone you haven't talked to. So what am I supposed to say? A, a, a kid I once knew? Yeah. You would say or that? Or a kid I used to be friends with. In the moment. Okay, so how about this? <laughs> you're, in, you're telling me a story about kindergarten. Okay. So in the story, you're in kindergarten. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe I would say my friends. My friend Maggie ate glue. Mm -hmm. Would you say when I was in kindergarten, this girl I used to know ate glue? Or would you say when I was in kindergarten, my friend Maggie ate glue? 
I might say this girl. I might say this girl, Maggie, that I was friends with ate glue. I don't even know how to respond to that because it's <laughs> such a lie. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> um, Leanna and I were wearing matching sneakers over the weekend. And I just want to know how people feel about it. <laughs> because I have a feeling people, people hate, hate us. It. Yeah. I never... I've, I don't know. Did it bother me? Did it used to bother me? Or am I making that up? You I feel care, like you're, You care what people think about you. I, I think I didn't like to match. But now I just don't care. And like we I do. I always thought it was cute. I don't give a fuck. We have like similar style and we always kind of like go for the same thing. So sometimes we just end up wearing the same thing. The thing is, is that no one really notices. For you to think you're important in anyone else's life is a <laughs> mental disorder. I try to tell other people this. Like it, it, there's something freeing about noticing no one gives a fuck about you. Yeah. And it sounds depressing, but I mean it in a positive light. When we used to go to the gym, Leanna was like, I don't want people to think I don't know what I'm doing in the gym. I'm like, who do you think you are? That people are, oh my God, Leanna's here. Let's watch her do squats. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about you. Yeah. They're doing their workout. So like when we would match, you're like, oh my God, that's corny. Now I'm like, who is going to pay attention to us? Who cares about us that much? Like, oh my God, did you guys see Leanne and Erica both wearing jean jackets? No, because we're, we're not important to anyone else. We're not fucking, we don't have a reality show where we're going to come on, they, they play the drama music where I walk in the room, what are you wearing? And then you cut to Leanna being like, he always does this. He's got to wear what I got to wear. And then it cuts back to me. I don't know. I thought we were going to, it's this dumb fucking scene. It's not, it, it's not like that. Like, I always, I, I don't know. I, I never think it's a big deal at all. I'm not, I, maybe if we dressed the same, like fucking uh, Mary Kate and Ashley every day, we wore the same fucking overalls and pigtails. Maybe that'd be a little <laughs> much. But, you know, if we're wearing this, who, who would even notice we're wearing the same shoes? Who would notice that about somebody? Some, I don't know, someone who's looking at us. What do you I, mean? I, I, just, I always thought like, we were in, this is, this is a weird thing that happened. That Also that place, um, John and John Vinny's. And Vinny's we're eating outside. Um, I, um, I, the, the, my favorite Jordans I've been wearing for a long time, uh, Jordan ones. I got Leanna the same pair cause she liked them. She's like, oh, I should get a pair of those. So I got her a pair and our waitress was wearing another pair of Jordans. And I was like, oh, I love those. She goes, oh, I love your guys, sho your guys shoes too. At the same moment, a couple walks by. They're also wearing the same Jordans Leanne and I are wearing and they're matching. It was a couple. They were wearing the same exact, they, they were wearing the same exact shoes as we were. So it was another, another matching couple. Another couple. Four of the same shoes. And it was just hilarious. It was, it was very cute. It was very weird. It was, I was cute. Like, they look cute together. I mean, I they they were like wearing like the same outfit almost too, right? Not, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, they were both wearing I white they, jeans. Yeah, and like tan shirts. But we were wearing black pants, right? Were no, you wearing the black pants that day. I wasn't wearing my black pants. I was wearing my. my I also pants. dressed like a woman, so it's not. I I'd be putting. It's definitely not your fault. It's my fault. Yeah. Anything. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I I didn't think that that was anything i felt better about it because that couple because she was like oh my god you guys got mochas too and yeah. i was it made me happy another thing speaking of clothes i do have to brag because first of all it was a black couple yeah it was a black couple okay perhaps less nauseating because white people doing anything that black people do the white people always look cornier right yeah it, nobody's ever gonna root for the white people mm -hmm. so after my show at the improv i just gotta i gotta i gotta brag for a second <laughs> Because I don't know if people, after my show at the improv, this young 
black kid who worked there asked me where I got my pants. And when you get a compliment <laughs> from a young, cool black kid mm-hmm. on your clothes, there's no higher compliment than that. <laughs> I know. There is no, as a white guy, for a young black guy to be like, damn, those are dope. Where did you get those? Mm-hmm. I've been looking for something like that. And I have to teach him where to shop. I rest my case. <laughs> there's, there, there's, there's nobody else. Is, Leanna, are you looking at me? Nobody else's husband is, is that's not happening to anybody else's husband. Oh, God. Okay? I don't have a husband. Tell, and you're not going to have one if you keep that attitude <laughs> up. So I just got to say, you can, you can call me gay all you want. I'm, I'm a trendsetter. Okay? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's relax a little bit. Take it down and out. There's no higher compliment. Has a young black girl ever said, where did you get that? Of course. Never once has it happened. Always. Girls. Always. I will say. I will say. I'm talking black. Black people. I don't mean to make this ra- racial, but black people start everything. They um, start the trend. Let's give them credit where credit's due. They, they start do. what's cool. It's, 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 it's a fact. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. So has a black girl asked you where you got your clothes? I feel, I feel like yes. Yeah, because you want to say yes. I do want to say Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure. I nah, don't, you know what, I don't Leanna, really take notice of the color of people when they compliment me on things. You're racist. But <laughs> I, I think that uh, <laughs> says otherwise. But I'm just saying. People if, 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 do. If, if, a, if, a, if a white guy comes up to me, I'm like, yeah, of course he can't fucking dress. Look at this kid. He's asking me where I got my clothes. Of course he would. But this kid, I'm like, oh my God, you, you think I'm cool? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you say. Girls come up to me all the time no, I'm gonna asking me where, where I got you know this what? or that they like what I'm wearing. Do you wearing. know where a black girl asked you where you got? Uh, what? Those, um, they look like Pendleton shoes you have. The slip-ons. I did see a black girl ask you where you got those that one time. I will admit. Also, Thank you. shout out to Pendleton. We did, a, we, we did get the mug set from Portland. I don't know if we mentioned it the last episode. We didn't mention We had to have mentioned it last time. We started recording an episode here. You had, a, you had a breakdown about your face <laughs> and they recorded in the other room. Oh. Which we didn't. We did get a Pendleton mug set. We got a four. four. Also, this is also a Pendleton blanket. Pendleton blanket. And I also is got- Is that racist? I'm, is, was that bad to say that I, I like getting compliments from black people? Someone would probably say yes. Well, I love black people and I want them to like me. I don't want there to be- uh, tension between us. I want us all to be friends. I agree. I don't know why that's bad. But anyway, uh, you know, you say, people turn everything into, you know. Speaking of Pendleton. Uh, I got a Pendleton, a vintage Pendleton blazer. Go get it. You want me to go get it? Go get it. You don't want to wear it? <laughs> I can't put it on all over this, you but got, I'll put get it. On. it. I'll, I'll wear it next week. Should I wear it next week on the podcast? Next week? What is this? Fucking Rugrats? <laughs> go get it right now. Oh um, so I'll fill in the blanks. We are, we go to Pendleton in um, Portland. Hey, how you guys doing? What's going on? A little alone time. Finally, she's gone. Um, you know, now the cat's away. The mice will uh, talk shit about her. Um, <laughs> we go to Pendleton in Portland. We, see, uh, we buy these mugs. We got, a four, we got a four pack. They're gorgeous. And Leanna's a little upset because, are you going to just show it or are you going to put it on? All right, show them. So we go to um, the Pendleton, and like they, did, they had a lot of good shit, but I don't know, the, their vintage stuff is really popping. So I'm like, you know what, babe, I got to find you something. I go on eBay's. That shit is, it looks great. Wait, go look in the mirror. Go look in the mirror. Go look in the mirror quick. It's the same gray. It's the same gray. You look like a fucking superstar. This is fire. Look at this. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you 
the Pendleton Blazer. Take your hair out of the way, you loser. You can't see the fucking cool lot. Wow, look at that. You look at you look at a can of Arizona iced tea, honey. <laughs> yeah. Take your show the lapels. Get your hair out of the way. This is a vintage, such a good deal. The pockets haven't even been opened yet. That's a nice piece. Only the best for you, honey. It's in fantastic condition. She wanted she wanted a price. I offered her a little bit less. I wasn't expecting the lady to say yes. She did. And there you go. I surprised you with it, Leanne. Is you happy? And now I smell like smoke. Um, okay. You know, yes, I was very Talk happy. about, let me, uh, show me ungrateful. I love a good blazer. Um, a and, good blazer. And actually, my blazers have been something that I've been getting many compliments on. And I've, yes, I- Yes, uh, you got a lot of them from your grandmother. So, I, 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 th- this actually wasn't my idea. My grand, it, my, it was my cousin's uh, engagement party or bridal shower or something. And my grandma shows up in this baby blue suit and she looked so cool. So I, I, you weren't there. So I texted you a picture of her outfit because I loved it. And he was like, oh my, you were like, oh my God, you should ask her if she has like any old ones lying around that she doesn't wear. So I go, hey, Graham, let me get one of those blazers. She goes in her closet and she's like, she's like, oh my, she's like, really? You, like you want? I have so many that I don't wear. And I got, I got a nice, I got a couple, I got three really nice pieces that I always get compliments on. Always. The brown one? The brown one? Is so dope. Dope. The, so the cool. blue leather? Oh my God, that was hers too. That was hers so too. So Liana's, Liana's grandma was was a cool, she was a cool happening lady yeah. on, on that island. You know, she was going to, she was going to, uh, oh, that joke would have killed if I could have thought, thought of the fucking name of <laughs> that store. you could have thunk of it. What was the name of that store where we used to go to? It was like New York and Company. Was that what it's called? <laughs> New York and Company was a store in the mall. Was that what it was called? New York and yeah. Company? Yeah. It was uh, like the, the red and white logo. I think yeah. it said New York and Company. Yeah. Maybe would have killed. I don't know. Maybe wouldn't have. But I thought that. So like your grandma was like cool. She was yeah. like into like. Uh, in, she was into cool. clothes. My mm-hmm. grandma was you know, just pregnant. Like grandma. Day she was dead. She mm-hmm. was just grandma. Yeah. You know she was more like a sweaters. Yeah. Your grandma was like cool Las Vegas shimmer. Yeah. You know. At, at, I feel like I feel like your grandma was partying with like the Rat Pack, <laughs> even though she's not that old. Yeah. Um, no. I mean, I've I've seen some videos online of like girls like actually getting. Or like going through their grandma's closets after they pass. Oh my and god! And some of the stuff, so cool. some of the stuff they like their grandmas have are like amazing. Wow! I mean, my grandma she why, had some good that's basics. That's why we gotta buy quality stuff to pass down. Yes. You know what? It's crazy. And I was thinking about it with this Pendleton blazer. That's a great blazer. It, it's it's a what is that a Pendleton? It's a very bold choice. But as you know, we love that like Western um, Aztec Aztec motif, mm. and I just thought that blazer was so cool. And people would probably think I'm crazy for wearing it, but I just yeah, think no it's- one liked mine. I thought I thought people would like it. Remember Sean T made fun of me for mine. I thought I thought yeah, I love it. I don't even. I know that's what, it's like whatever. I love it, and I think it looks cool. So kind of makes it better. And I was, and I thought like. It's in such good condition Wait, those jackets now. Are I would love to keep it in good condition and mm-hmm. like have it to pass down to my child. 100%. My oh. child will either be like, mom, you're a loser. Like what made you think that this was cool? Or they'll be like, oh my God, this is so cool. They have to be into clothes. 
Our kids? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. What do you mean? They could still be into clothes, but not like what we wore. Well, then they're fucking losers, and they go into their room. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I really, my whole life, but for some reason, it just makes it cooler if it was someone, if it was like a passed down. Oh my God, 1,000%. It was free, it has a history, you know where it's it's from. My father had this leather jacket from when he was fucking 20 years old. My whole life, I wanted to wear it. I wanted to wear it. I used to wear, I, when I was a kid, I would wear it. I wore it when I was Danny Zuko in Greece. It just never fit me right. And then when I was like 25, it really fit me well. And it, I just tried so hard. I, want, I could still wear it. It's kind of cool. I just feel like it doesn't fit me in certain areas very well. But the fact that it was my dad's made me feel like it was just a little cooler. Because yeah. it was like, I know where this came from. Mm-hmm. I didn't get ripped off at some thrift store. Yeah. Um, it's so you know, true. It, it is a lot cooler. I wish I had grandparents. Down. That must be nice to have grandparents, huh? Mm-hmm. Who love and care for you. One thing that we do, we, we, I actually, I don't know if we all do it or if me and my mom just do it, like with my grandma. Cause she, my grandma also has like a not a lot of nice jewelry. Old people, the, old people. Grandparents, they always bought ju- like nice jewelry. They never bought like really costume stuff. You want to know what it was, babe? I don't think they're. Forever 21 and they didn't H&M, have that that's stuff. That's really new. Yeah. Even Kanye. I remember I watched Kanye in an interview once. He was like, I had to save up two paychecks to get the Gucci loafers. They didn't have Zara. Yeah. They didn't have shit like that when I was young. Yeah. I had to get the real stuff. So like, you ever heard the term the real McCoy? That was like a term they used when something was like the real deal, like the real mm. McCoy or whatever. So like, there was no costume gold watches. There was gold watches. Yeah. There was no yeah. like, I don't know if Kubrick's a Coney. Maybe, I mean, I'm an idiot, but I'm, I'm guessing that's what. I, there they wasn't, might. like nothing was really like that cheap. My grandfather refused to buy anything made in China. He only wanted to buy things that were made in America. Mm-hmm. And like, it, the, the, the before the boomers... Like, I don't even know what the fucking generation before the boomers was. Like, the ones who went to World War II, they were, everything was, they, they were, like, all about American-made and quality. And, yeah. you know, now things are just cheap and plastic. But I'm guessing that's why. There used to be, everything was made better. I know. Like, and that's like, that's, like, another thing that, like, I think about, too. So, like I was saying, like, my grandma has all this nice jewelry. I mean, my mom will always be like, like, we want that. <laughs> like, when you go. You know, like, I want that. She'll take this. I'll take that. And that's... And she like loves it, you know, like she's happy that she like has that she'll have stuff oh, to like uh, yeah. pass down to us when she's gone. I got your grandfather's jacket. <laughs> if we get divorced, you're not getting that back. I mean, period. I, it's, it's just it's so Fight nice me. to have like stuff passed down. But that's another thing. Like, I hate that I bought so much costume jewelry within like the last however many years. We need to start buying like nice jewelry. Mm. This way we have it to pass down to our children. Or grandkids and stuff. I'm really about, like, I'm I'm looking through our closets and I'm like... Garbage. It's all garbage to me. Yeah. We have nothing nice. Like, I want to, like, I just pulled the trigger with a few things that I bought. Like, I'm thinking these are really good. Hopefully they'll be around forever. Mm This will be around forever. My Pendleton is going to be around forever. I mean, that's (laughs) a fucking piece. But, yeah, I, I, you know, it's, uh, I think there's 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 a great... There's a great loss with fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Not like, only is it destroying our planet. It's destroying our planet. And it's also like making us so fickle. Mm-hmm. Like clothing is like disposable now. Yeah. Which it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, I don't know. I would like to, I, like, I, would, I, would, I would like to, I'm just like, 
I'm thinking about just buying, there's a Ralph Lauren bomber I want. I'm just going to buy it, all right? And then you can't say anything about it because we just had this conversation and it's on record. Maybe try to like sell your other stuff first. <laughs> That's the thing. They're, 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 they're worthless. They're worthless. You can't sell a fucking I know. H&M jean jacket. I know. It was fucking $6. That was not, I, all these girls tell me, oh my God, you got to sell on Poshmark. You got to sell on Poshmark. No one wants to buy my $10 Forever 21 t-shirt off of Poshmark. Like, what would be the point? I don't it's know. It's garbage. I don't know. We should do something, though. We have a lot of... I want a whole new wardrobe. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I do, When too. I'm married, I can't be the, the married guy that's wearing this shirt. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look... I wanna look like look Ralph Lauren. I wanna look like Ralph Lauren every time he was on Friends. When he's wearing, <laughs> like, you know... He's got a nice... He's got a nice haircut. He has a gorgeous... Blazer. A blazer. And a but- nice button-down. Some start, nice jeans. I'm gonna start wearing... I'm gonna start looking like Mr. Turner from Boy Meets World. I'm going to start wearing a beautiful blazer with jeans and boots and I'm going to get a Harley. And you're going to get that haircut. (laughs) He had a mullet. I'm not getting that fucking thing. But that's my my goal when I'm a married man. I'm going to look, I want to look like, I want to buy quality stuff that I can, I bet you it's like, it's, I don't know. What do you think? Because we're so used to getting clothes all the time because they're so cheap now mm. are we still gonna want new stuff probably like, like that leather jacket that i finally bought yeah it was so much money that i'm like this is it just mentally i'm just thinking i'm never gonna look at another leather jacket ever yeah. again i think that that well the styles of a leather jacket don't really vary that the much. one that i got is timeless mm-hmm. i think that's gonna be forever but exactly but i i don't know it like i don't know I would like to think that if I got, because there are like pieces. I, there's a couple of guys I watch on YouTube. One, one, one of these guys, like he's about style and he, he shows all these great stuff. He showed like, he has like, I don't know how many items. Let's say like 12 items in his wardrobe. And he's like, how you can make them look like different, 50 different every time. looks or something like with That's one, cool. like, like a statement, like you, this, this, yeah, this belt is really expensive, but you, you'll have it for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. These jeans are really expensive, but they're very versatile Yeah, or whatever. Like I, I would like to, I like that. Because I bet you $50 here, $50 there, $50 here, $50 there mm-hmm. on fucking Zara jeans, you'll probably end up spending more anyway. And I don't know. You know, I mean, like, another question when the kid on bar still asked me when he was like, how many pairs of jeans do you have? Mm-hmm. He's like, guy should have two pairs of jeans or like one. Yeah. I have, I have three different ripped jeans. You have six different jeans that look exactly the same. No, I only, no. Yes, you do. I have maybe, maybe three pairs of ripped jeans too. I have like one solid pair. I, I actually need jeans. I actually do. <laughs> okay. I actually, I bought, I almost bought jeans. Last I, time I literally, I literally I, just looked her at the face and I said, you have way too many jeans. She was like, I only have, I have, I need jeans. That's, that's fucking insane. What did you just say? I do, though. I actually do need jeans. <laughs> I do. We, we got to start throwing stuff out. We don't, need, we don't need this many clothes. I know. I have so many jeans. I have. I, I need jeans. <laughs> I do. Now that I'm thinking about it, I do. You're fucking crazy. I don't have jeans for that, that jacket. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to style that jacket. Mm, yeah. I had a hard time with mine, too. I don't know. What, I don't even know if I look. Oh good no! In I mine. have. I have a vision. I have a vision. I think just like jeans with like a plain, like crisp white T-shirt and like maybe some like black cowboy boots could be Ooh. so cute, like mm. Princess Diana. Princess Diana on a on a range in 
Utah. Exactly. Got it. But I need I need to get the jeans, the t-shirt, and the boots. Yeah, because you don't have a white t-shirt. A white fucking t-shirt? I don't have a white t-shirt. I have you, six you could wear, honey. A white t-shirt is something, and you'll attest to this, very specific. Very hard to find a really good Very white hard to find yeah. a really nice white t-shirt. I just got a really good one from Zara, but it's not... It's, it's not perfect? No, it's perfect for like a specific style. Like if I wanted to be more of like a... If I wanted to look like I was the Marlboro guy, I couldn't wear that. I couldn't wear that shirt. Yeah. Because it's like a scoop neck mm-hmm. kind of, a lot of neck showing. Yeah. I got a fat neck. I need. I, my, my, you have a really fat neck. When my neck is covered, I feel like I, I look ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm always getting stuff that tries to like, that gets my neck off my fucking clothes. Yeah. Because I have a giant fucking neck. So I'm always uh, insecure about that. Mm-hmm. But like, I think I have a shirt you could wear. I don't know. We'll I, I don't out. I don't have a white t-shirt because I've never been able to find the perfect white t-shirt. Mm. I know. We were at Urban Outfitters last week. I bought another cream colored shirt and I was like, this is different. And you were like, I mean, I don't want to admit it, but it is different. So it I, is. I have like 30. Mm-hmm. No, sir, uh, t-shirts? You oh, have, t-shirts. we should really count. I think you have 150. I don't have that many, babe. You have a lot. A hundred, I don't have 150. All right, 80. I have a lot of t-shirts. You have like 80 probably. We should, all right, we'll count and we'll let you guys know next week yeah. how many t-shirts I have. Um, all right, I had fun talking to you. I had fun talking to you. I'm telling you, the vibe on the couch and, and the holding the microphones. It is, it is cozier and like a little bit easier, but I don't know if it's as nice on the eyes. I got I to gotta watch if this. If you watch the comments, I did, people said that they liked it. People they said they liked it. You're right. I didn't love it though. I don't. I feel end, like in the end, if the audience likes something, or if you like something, where do you think we're gonna go? Well, obviously the audience. So I mean, there you go, honey. But I also just hate myself too. So that's why you just why. need therapy. <laughs> it's not. You don't think I'm too old for therapy? I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, seriously. Relax, jeez. That's not a diss. We, oh no, I know. We use that as a diss in this country. Like, hey, okay, buddy, you need therapy. Oh, it's like, no. yeah, I do. I you think therapy would be great for me. Because you need to just learn to love yourself. You're a beautiful young gal. Thank you. And one you. thing I try to tell you is like, you're going to regret. No, you're right. When you're 70, you're going to look right. back at these videos and think, I was so fucking stupid. Look how cute I was. I had my, I had my cow pack. I had my Princess Diana look that I was going for. I had mm. my Pendleton. I know you're and right. And it was a vibe. And look how cute my husband was. And now he's fat. He's bald. <laughs> Imagine if I get fat and bald. You think it's gonna happen to me? I'll have to leave you. I wouldn't even. I, that, I wouldn't blame you. Is that um vain? Horrible? Yes. No, no, no. Like, is is can I? Is that a good reason to divorce you? Let's just let's just reverse the roles with what you just said to me. <laughs> if I get fat and bald, you're gonna leave me. Yeah. If I said well, that, no, I didn't say that I would. You said, can I? I said, can I? Okay. Now, if I said, when you get fat and ugly and old, can I leave you? Everyone in the world will say, he's a monster. How dare you? She can't help how she ages. You misogynist. But if you said that, yes, queen, power to you. Get yourself a young fox. You deserve it, queen. The world is against my generation. Yeah. And no one gives a fuck. F you guys. And on that note. Love you guys. I Love really, you guys. I really want to count how many t-shirts I have, and I'm gonna let them know. Okay. All right. So I'm sorry if you hate this. We're, we're gonna go back. I we we I spent 
It's not about the money, but I, I, we moved to Austin so we could have a podcast studio. Yeah. I, I have so much equipment, and I'm like, let's just do it on the couch. If we, um, if we, we'll if, see. If you guys hate it, I'll go back. But it's, it's a lot of work for me. Unless I, I just gotta hire an editor. But I'm too, I'm too anal. I'll give him too many notes on the editing. It would be annoying. Yeah. What are you gonna say if we what? If we do this, then we'll just turn that into a guest bedroom. There you go. All right, folks. We love yous, and we will talk to yous next week. <laughs> Um, we love you so much. Thank you so much, everybody, Thank for coming you. to my shows. I'm coming to Dallas, coming to Houston. Um, Providence. And Providence in June. All over the place with Vic Potato. And we love you so much. Thank you for making my dreams come true. I have the greatest life, and it's all because of you guys. And the you greatest guys. gal. And I got the greatest gal. <laughs> um, she made me say that she's holding a gun to my back. All right, love you guys. And that's it. <laughs>